Congratulations, you've made it to the honor roll. I'm Chris Dunn, and I'll be introducing you to the people who make Fayette County Public Schools excellent. Our district annually ranks among the best in both the state of Georgia and nation academically, and we want to shine the spotlight on everyone who helps our students thrive. Behind every successful school day is a team of people worthy of recognition, and they each have their own story to tell. Join us as we dive in and learn about their journeys, their inspirations, and their whys on the honor roll. Welcome to the podcast. Please introduce yourself. My name is J.P. Ward, and I am the principal at Bennett's Mill Middle School. Perfect. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Let's go and get started. Let's talk about your early life. Tell us where you grew up and went to school and all that. Okay. Um, So I was born in Dallas, Texas, and uh, we moved here when I was in second grade, end of my second grade year, moved to Fayetteville. My father was transferred here. So I went to uh, Hood Avenue, Fayette Elementary, Fayette Junior High, which is now where uh, East East Fayette is, and then I went to Fayette County High School. So went through um, all the schools here, right here in Fayette County. I'm a Fayette County High School graduate, go Tigers. And um, uh, met my wife at Fayette County High School. We were high school sweethearts. And uh, my kids have also graduated from Fayette County High School. So we're all Tigers, so that's pretty cool. Uh, after, after high school, I went to uh, Georgia Tech and I studied mechanical engineering. And um, moved away for a while, but then jumped at the chance to move back to Fayette County and uh, become a teacher, assistant principal, principal. So it's been great. My early early life, it was it was good. It was good. All of my schooling was fantastic. I had great teachers, great administrators. No, it was just really prepared me for multiple careers that I've had in my life. So can't thank Fayette County Schools enough. <laughs> gotcha. So let's let's talk about first. Um, I know education education wasn't your first career. Tell us about where you went first. Yeah, first, um, after I graduated from Georgia Tech, I had a mechanical engineering degree, and I was hired as uh, at a company, a textile company called Milliken. It's down in LaGrange is where I work. I also have plants in South Carolina. I was originally hired as a process improvement engineer was my title. So I was over a line of equipment that I was uh, responsible for. And it, it was, you know, true engineering, you know, looking at data, looking at a way to make the process better, which was really good for, for me because that's kind of the way my brain works anyway. I'm always trying to analyze things and see what could be, how we can improve something. My drive home, I analyze my drive home. Is this way better? So, so I've always thought that way. So, so that was my first, uh, my first job was a process improvement engineer over the textile weaving machines down in LaGrange. After about eight months to a year, my um, bosses realized that, you know, I'm, a, I'm an engineer, but I'm also not a typical engineer and that I can relate well with people. I can carry a lot of conversation. Uh, I've got, uh, you know, they identified some natural leadership abilities in me. So, so they sent me to um, engineering manager school. So I ended up going to uh, taking like four months worth of classes and then uh, moved to more of the managerial side of the textile company. So I started out over, um, I was over a department. So I had all the people in the department reporting to me, the engineers as well. 
Then I became a superintendent over a plant, which means all the, all the people reported me in, in the entire plant. Uh, and then I ended up becoming a process improvement engineering manager over in South Carolina. So I had all the, engineering, all the engineers reporting to me. So that, that was good as well because it taught me, you know, how to be a leader, how to manage people, how to uh, set people up for success. So that was, it was a good career for me for sure. After, at that point I was living in South Carolina, um, my wife was homesick. Mm-hmm. That was probably was a little bit as well. My father-in-law, he owned a construction business. He owned a paving and grading business. He had a heart attack wasn't going to be able to work it for a while so so he offered me the chance to come back and to take over his uh, construction business so we did we moved we moved i left the left the company i moved back to fayetteville um, and i took over his paving and grading business It was called metro asphalt so i owned that for uh seven years uh did everything you know you own your own business at that point you're your own boss i had employees i had everything you know the whole shebang from bidding the jobs to you know doing the jobs to then building the jobs so it was also really good because it taught me everything you know customer service from start to finish how to how to how to have a budget how to you know manage the resources that you have and try to get the best out of every every all of your resources, human mm-hmm. capital plus equipment, uh, how to build relationships with customers and clients mm-hmm. to try to get future business. So it was a great experience for me as well. Um, and then around 2008, um, I don't know, I could just I think it was a good Lord telling me that, that the economy, you know, at 2008 mm-hmm. it was a downturn in the economy. So I had always... I had always, even when I was in school, even when I was in high school, I had always thought about, um, you know, I should be, I should be a math teacher. Is what I, what I kind of was gonna, my career path. But I said no, I did the engineering thing. But um, at that point, my wife um, was, she had been a teacher. She had stayed home with our kids. She was, you know, contemplating going back to teaching. I said, you know, I should do it as well. We were actually doing a job at Fayette County High School and I was talking to the principal at the time is Dr. Charles War was the principal of Fayette County High School and I was actually talking with him and he was my former shop teacher when I was when I was in school and so we were we were just talking and he said you know he was asking me about my business and I was telling him about my thoughts and he said I I'm I'm going to be hiring math teachers this this coming year you ought to consider it so I did I I considered it I went and, um, you know, really with my wife, with my family, really considered doing it. And I went and interviewed with him. He offered me the job, and I, and I took it. So it was really the best decision that I had ever, ever done was, yeah. was to do that. So looking back, it was fantastic. So then what is it about education, you know, that kind of speaks to you? So um, I've always been good at um, explaining things so that people can understand it when I was like when I was even in high school when my math teachers um, miss uh, uh, miss Davis was my favorite math teacher at the time she would get me to uh, 
come up and work a problem and explain it. So even then, I would help mm-hmm. other people in math. So I've I've been able to uh, break things down and explain it. Then in my engineering world, when I would have to manage people, I would have to explain processes. So it's always been kind of natural mm-hmm. to me. So the thought of becoming an educator and helping um, kids with math, because typically math is not a favorite subject right. of of a lot of people. So I felt like I could I could really make a difference. I could really make an impact. I can use my varied background in engineering and yeah. owning a business to to answer that question that kids ask in math all the time. When am I ever going to use this? Right. Well, I can actually give them <laughs> real life examples of when when they were going to when they would use it. So Miss um, Miss Davis, my favorite math teacher, was actually my first assistant principal at Fayette County High School. She was now. An assistant principal, so she really helped me, you know, get off to a good start in education and teaching because I'd never taught before. My very, I, I tell teachers all the time, my, I didn't do the typical student teaching route. I was hired, I was hired under a provisional certificate. So my first day, first day of school, my first day of teaching was literally my first day of teaching. So I can still remember shutting my door first period and saying, here we go. So, but, but it, uh, it was just fantastic being able to work with the kids. Um, my, my forte was working with students who um, didn't necessarily enjoy math. I was able to um, work with them, help them, motivate them to actually try and to actually see that they can be a good math student. So that was the early appeal, was to make a difference in people to enjoy math. And so you talk about Mrs. Davis. Let's, let's talk about your who, who have been your inspirations. So she's one for sure. So uh, when, I first, when I first became a teacher, I had a great math teachers with me. Many of them are still at Fayette County High School or, or in the county who just, I mean, they took me under, under their wing and just really mentored me and helped me become a math teacher, you know, a, 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 a become a math teacher, become right. a good teacher. So, so those for sure, those teachers early on, um, then, um, when I became an assistant principal, Steve Cole was my, was my, was my principal. So he really mentored me and taught me how to become an assistant principal. So he was fantastic. And now as principal, I've got Ray Presley King, who, who is just fantastic, who is helping me along the way. So I can't thank her enough. But I guess my biggest inspiration, of course, in everything, it would be my father. My father um, was a, uh, he's retired now, but he was uh, vice president of a large corporation. And he, everything I know about leadership and working with people, I learned from him. He was, he he is a, a numbers person as well and a data person, but he's also knows how to set people up for best success. How can I remove roadblocks and because... His view was if if you set your people up for to be the best they can be, then the corporation is going to be the best they can be. So, so my all of my, I guess my leadership strengths that I have, I owe to my father for sure. And uh, what made you want to transition from the classroom to administration? So, as a um, classroom teacher, which is fantastic, which mm-hmm. is the backbone of of the educational system. I, I felt like, you know, as a teacher, I, I could, if I moved on to administrator, I have a bigger sphere of influence that I can also take what I've learned in the classroom and how to help kids. I can also now take to uh, a bigger, a bigger f- a sphere of influence. I can um, also make a difference in a wider array across a whole entire school, which is fantastic, which is, which is 
you know, I'm a people person. So yeah. I, I, I try to uh, take care of the teachers. I try to take care of students. So as an assistant principal, I felt like I would be able to move into that leadership role where I could have a, have a wider influence across an entire school. And then, yeah, obviously it's different functions, but in, in a lot of ways it's similar to your career managing factories. You've got so many different departments in a factory and in a school, but yeah. you have to be able to understand how to make them best work together. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's in my in my prior careers, that's what it was. It was leveraging the assets that you have, you know, and trying to put everything, the people and the processes in the best situation possible to be successful. And in the school, that's the same way. That our asset is our teachers who are fantastic. I mean, every principal will could sit here and brag about their faculty. And no difference here at Bennett's Mill. We have fantastic teachers and my, my goal every day is just what can I do to make it where they can be even better? Right. You know, what obstacles can I remove? How can I help? How can I encourage? You know, how can I coach? And, and that's, it's, you're exactly right. It's the same. It's the exact same. Yeah. We have great people here, mm-hmm. and it's just what can I do to make them even better? It, it, you can have the best facilities, the best equipment in the world, but if the people behind it don't believe in it, that's right. it's lost. That's exactly right. Yeah, you got to create that you know, that vision, that, you know, that mission of we're going to, we're going to make a difference. We've got kids here who really need us, who really need, you know, people in their lives to pour into them. And how can we best do that? And it's just creating that foundation and that vision and, and executing. That's basically what I do as a principal. (laughs) And so there's not really an average day, but what is, a typical day like for for a principal. Okay, so yeah, this it's not a being a principal is the greatest job I have ever had. It is fantastic. I I remember I remember being a teacher leader, you know, thinking about moving into leadership or administration and I was listening to a a principal talk and the principal he said, being a principal is great because everything that I'm good at, I do and everything that I'm not good at I empower other people to do so and that's that's exactly what uh, I view as a principal things Mm -hmm. that I'm good at things that are in my wheelhouse per se Mm -hmm. I do and things that that are not uh, I empower other people to do it I'm fortunate to have uh, two assistant principals here um, Miss Smith and Miss Gumerson who have been doing this a long time and they are fantastic so so they are able to do a lot and I'm able to really focus on so as principal typical day for me is is checking on the people checking on the students what can I do what can I help uh, getting into classrooms and being a middle school principal mm-hmm. is fantastic because there's there's operational things you know I was an assistant principal at a high school right. which is re- a lot operational at a middle school there's some operational things of course but not as much so as principal I'm able to really spend a ton of time in the classrooms, working with teachers, working with students. Um, so that's a typical day. It's right. empowering people, checking on the processes, right. making sure they're running smoothly, just like back in my process engineering day, checking on the process, make sure it's working, mm-hmm. but then getting into the classrooms because that's really where it's at and seeing right. what, you know, what, what can I help and what difference can I make there. Yeah, and it's kind of like the, the big boss. You don't want to just see them, never see them because they're sitting behind a big desk. When they're out, you know, in there in the classrooms and yeah. showing they care, I think it means a whole different world. Yeah, it, it shows you're invested. It, it, it's so true, and it's and I'm fortunate to have, like I said, two assistant principals who can do 
who handle so much that it frees me up to be yeah. able to do that. I can, you know, even cafeteria duty, you yeah. know, talking with the students who are fantastic here at Venice Mill. I mean, they just, middle school students are great anyway. You know, high school students, they right. could, uh, you know, come <laughs> take you or leave you. But middle school students just right. really want to talk with you, want to hear about your day. They're fantastic. So being out in the hallways with the students, cafeteria, classrooms, you know, field trips, sporting yeah. events, it's, it's it's really fantastic. So. And, and I know you also kind of like to uh, wet your appetite. You, I know you've liked going back to like elementary schools and talking to kids about like the, I think the stock market yeah, games and true. things like that. Yeah, one of my one of my hobbies is stock market. Yeah. And I, I enjoy that piece. I enjoy mm-hmm. the numbers piece behind it and the strategy behind it. So, so uh, I did taught stock market when I was a math teacher, mm-hmm. but also, uh, yeah, Cleveland Elementary has had a stock market challenge every year. They bring me over to come and talk with the students about the stock market in general, which they know. They're mm-hmm. they're fantastic. But I'm able to tell them my strategies and things. Mm-hmm. Now, um, by no means I'm not giving financial advice for real. <laughs> but in a stock market game, you know, I can, you know, just try to, because it, it, it's fun to me. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a... Um, it's educational as well, so I like to share that with them and my passion of it. Mm-hmm. And and they had a winner two years ago, and it was really cool. So, yeah. and it kind of ties into I think kind of public schools and from your time as a student to now, like there's so much more of a focus on life skills and and things like that. So what's that been like? Kind of see more of an interest in that. Yeah. So. And it, it's true. I mean, of course, we're teaching math, science, reading, social studies, and 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 of course that's important. But we're also, especially here in middle school, teaching the whole child. You know, the whole student. So between all of our connections classes that we have, our fine arts classes, our arts classes, we added a new science and engineering class this year. So it's the first in the county that we've done that as well. So it's uh, focusing on the scientific process, the engineering process. So we've got a great teacher leading in that area. So I'm real excited. So, yeah, we're, we're, of course, teaching the foundation, the core classes, but we're also providing our students with uh, multiple avenues to express themselves. We also have uh, a Club Friday every Friday where we have teachers who, uh, who so every Friday for 30 minutes, students go to a club because our students weren't able to come before or after school, so we do it for the first 30 minutes on Friday. We, had, we have teachers volunteer to do a club. We have over 50 clubs. Wow. So our teacher said, I'm interested in whatever. I mean, you name it, we have the club here. So, and then we had all 900 of our students sign up for different clubs. Yeah. So it's just a, it's just a way to show students that yes, the core classes are right. very important, but it's also important to uh, the extracurricular activities and help them find that passion. That's right. They're interested. And, you know, so now they come to school to learn the core classes, but also right. they're coming to school excited about their, their passion, exactly. And then what I think, I think is particularly pointed for you guys, too, is we're just a couple minutes down the road from Trilla Studios, yes. and they can see, like, you're Fayette County now, but, like, the world is right there. Yes. Um, yeah, we're so fortunate to have it right here. I know um, we're preparing students. I know Fayette County High School, where our mm-hmm. students go, have a great partnership with Trilla, so... Yeah, that's that's an awesome opportunity for our kids for sure. Yeah, there's just so many ways like what I like to tell students I talk to them is like whatever your passion is, there's a way you can do that for mm-hmm. a living. And just at the movie studio, you think about like acting behind the scenes, building sets, art, there's just so much opportunity just to in especially middle school it's a great time to find that passion. Yes, absolutely. You explore your interests, right? That's mm-hmm. what that's what we want our students to do. We want them to 
purposefully take different connections classes so they're exposed to different areas. You know, they may not know Mm -hmm. that I can go to a business class here and learn about the stock market and really light a fire there, or I can go to an engineering class or a fine arts class. So that's what's great about middle school and about Fayette County Mm -hmm. is that we have so many resources that our students can plug into mm-hmm. and just really learn at an early age what right. what lights their fire for sure. And I think like the focus on STEAM and STEM as well, you kind of get chances like you've seen the you've got your math class here, but there's real world applications yes. and it ties into this and this and this. It's just not it's not the same. Well, like here's your book, right? Learn from it. Yeah, no, it's yeah the. The STEM and the STEAM, you know, we got that going at Whitewater High School. We've got, had the engineering and science class here at, at Bennett's Mill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fayette County High School's got STEM program as well. So it, it's a great pathway for mm-hmm. students. And um, we know that's the future, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a future of high-paying jobs. Mm-hmm. is in that AI and that engineering and that science field. So, so we do have opportunities for students to excel in that area. Yeah. And now... Uh, what is it that makes Fayette County Public Schools special? Because obviously they've meant, meant a lot to you and your family over the years. Oh, I, c- I can't thank Fayette P- County Public Schools enough. I mean, from, I mean, I, when I just think back from second grade on, all the great teachers that I've had, Fayette County gets the best teachers. That everyone wants to work here at Fayette County. So you know that whatever class your student has as a teacher, they're going to be a top-notch teacher. They're going to be fantastic. Plus, they're going to have great support in place. As an administrator, you know, they're going to have administrators who support teachers. They're going to have a district office who supports the teaching and learning. And a district office that's really going to pour into the, what does the research say? What is the most tried and true? What is the research-based best practices? Mm -hmm. And those are always going to be foremost in our teachers' minds and how can they best leverage what they know and how to help their students achieve. So can't thank County Schools enough for sure. And uh, outside of schools for a minute, uh, when you have free time, what do you like to do? Well, that's that's uh, <laughs> that's a loaded question. So, prior to becoming a principal, golf, tennis, fishing was my, of course, family time was my was my uh, passions. Becoming a principal, there's especially a new principal, um, kind of less time <laughs> at this moment till. Uh, you know, till I get this process uh, exactly fine too. So, what little time I do have now, I'm pouring into my family. I've got a, a three and a half year old granddaughter who lives with us half the time. So, so she's fantastic, mm-hmm. and um, so it's family time. We we really love to to travel. So yeah. we're uh, uh, the joke of my wife. We're either traveling or planning a tri- planning mm-hmm. a trip. That's what yeah. that's what we do. So that that's my. My biggest love outside of school is my family, granddaughter, and traveling. <laughs> and so as, as a principal, uh, how does summer and holidays work? How, how much time do you actually get off? Yeah, so as a principal, it's, it's, um, it is a 240-day job. Mm-hmm. It is a year-round job. But, you know, summers uh, have vacation days mm-hmm. that I can take, uh, the holidays as well. So yeah. it, is, it is more days at work than mm-hmm. as as an assistant principal, right. but I have the, the vacation days to, right. to be able to take strategically and still mm-hmm. have family time. So it's fantastic. It's the best job for sure. <laughs> and uh, what we'd like to finish here with uh, is a question we ask everyone is, uh, what's your why? Yeah, so my why, I think I've hit on it through the talk. My, my why is what, how can I set up people to be the best they can be? So my why, I'm a people person. 
and I want people to be successful. I want my students to be successful, but I also want my teachers to be successful, and I want my parents to be successful as well. So whatever I can do, so my why is to how can I make their lives better, and how can what can I do from my seat to improve their lives. So. Um, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Is how can I make a difference for, for the people that I serve? Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today. Awesome. Thank you. This has been an official podcast of Fayette County Public Schools. For more stories from our district, visit us online at fcboe.org where you can also find links to our social media channels. If you know someone you would like to see featured on a future episode, email us at dunn.chris at fcboe.org. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for joining us on the honor roll. Class dismissed.